Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Now, as you guys know, every second week we have a special guest interviewee on the podcast to share their story and their insight and their knowledge. And I'm incredibly excited for who we've actually brought along into the studio today. It was kind of a last minute thing, and I do appreciate that uh, Jess was able to come up on very short notice, but. Uh, the person you're going to be hearing a lot from today is Jess Davis, and she's an absolutely inspiring young woman who I had the good fortune of meeting, geez, only a week or something ago, and I have not stopped thinking about her story since then. Like, and when you hear her story today, and we have a talk about some of the themes that run behind it, things like gratitude and resilience, you'll really understand why she just made an impression on me that I thought was going to make a huge difference uh, in your lives as well. So I cannot even express how excited I am that Jess has travelled from the Central Coast to be in studio today, ready to record the podcast. So, you know what, without further ado, we're going to jump straight into it with the amazing Jess Davis. Okay, Jess, welcome to the podcast and thank you once again for coming up all the way from the Central Coast on this cold, yeah. wet, rainy day. Um, we're actually out of the studio today. We're downstairs in my house under the heater because it's definitely warranted. Um, I gave a little bit of an introduction of who you were and why I asked you to come to the, the podcast this week and yep. share your story and your knowledge. But I always think it's best for people to hear it directly from the source. I mean, obviously, you know your story better than anyone else will. Yep. So I will hand over to you and let you just introduce yourself to everyone listening. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm Jess. I'm 24, almost 25 from the Central Coast. Um, long story short, I guess, um, was studying interior design, just living a normal kind of life, uh, working in retail and just living a yeah normal, happy, active sort of lifestyle. And then in 2016, uh, in July, I was at the gym and got home from the gym and pretty much couldn't really walk, couldn't really move. I sort of had a pre-existing back injury that kind of had gone unnoticed and uh, played down a little bit. Mm. And then, yeah, just had this crazy onset of pain, um, lived in denial for a little bit, I guess, as most people do. Yep. You think that you're <laughs> invincible and nothing's wrong with you. And then, um, yeah, it just kept getting worse. And then I was seeing a physio for a little while which wasn't helping and she suggested I got a scan and then I had a scan done found out I had a few fractures um, my disc was pretty much destroyed my spine had slipped out and I was in a wheelchair within probably a month of the initial pain yeah, wow. um, yeah just wasn't able to walk was in obviously agony so I was in bed pretty much every day work obviously came to a complete stop and then um, maybe a month or so after that I couldn't go to the bathroom for 72 hours um, which obviously was the last thing I expected with my age mm. and then um, was catheterized surgery had been booked for the December of that year and then spoke to my surgeon he obviously wanted to rush that forward because of the situation um, hoping to not have any permanent damage in regards to the bladder and then hopefully it wasn't going to affect anything else and then um in november of 2016 i had a 360 degree spinal fusion um was in hospital for probably i think it was 10 days from memory 
and then yeah basically once I was in there I took my first steps again after not walking for well, four, four or so months yeah. um, which was insane I did my first wee for a few months which was incredible um, yeah had a lot of firsts actually and I then, remember you saying to me that uh, it was quite a funny moment of something that you never thought you'd yeah, celebrate yeah, yeah. it's just crazy especially at like, your age yeah you just think I guess being able to go to the toilet's a normal thing that uh-huh. you're just given but yeah when you have it taken away from you and then you can do it again it's just it's, it was insane it was honestly like one of the most memorable moments of my life like yeah. you feel like that's something you achieve when you're a baby but yeah. no when you're 24 years old apparently <laughs> so yeah it was insane um and then yeah slowly got out of hospital was in bed when I got home for a while obviously recovering when you get screws and rods and whatnot put in you there's a bit of rest period mm-hmm. and then um things were going quite well I started rehab in the new year and then had a trip to hospital in about April um I got stuck on a set of drawers and just couldn't physically move mm-hmm. um so the surgeon took a couple of the screws out and then probably a month after that surgery that was in May of last year um about a month later I started back at rehab again and everything was going great actually and I was probably well in the tiniest amount of pain like the Mm. pain I'd been in since 2009 was insane compared to what I've been in since surgery Mm. and um yeah everything was great and then January this year came around and um melanoma crept up on me so things went a little bit backwards with rehab but the melanoma's gone we had some surgery and sorted that but um yeah that put everything into perspective definitely because it was just like you know I'd had this year of what I thought was a lot of hardship and a lot of challenges and then you get hit by something that can literally take your life from you and it's kind of like wow like you really didn't have a bad at all like wake up to yourself sort of thing so yeah I remember you mentioning to me when we met last week and having a chat like this idea of as much physical pain as you're in with the back injury and obviously having to readapt to life and going from having all these plans laid out before you to wheelchair to yeah. rehab to learning to walk in to going to the bathroom again yeah like how much all of that it was the idea of okay this is going to be painful i'm going to have a life but it's not going to it's not going to kill me yeah, like this isn't going to end life yeah. and then there was this distinct shift yeah. to, to obviously having melanoma yeah. run me through that like how does so that play on the mind it i think what got to me the most was probably that one night my sister noticed a tiny little spot on my ear and then so quickly the melanoma word's been thrown around and then the cancer word's been thrown around and it's kind of like how can something so small be so drastic and like mm. in such a short amount of time whereas the back was obviously like a slow burner sort of thing yeah um and then they kept I guess sort of taking more of the mole in hope that that was enough and it just kept spreading kept spreading and it was like each time I went back I had to get more taken um to the point where they've taken like you know a third or so of my ear um thankfully they got it all but it was just in the nick of time so Mm. and then hearing that from the surgeon I guess he's just yeah like it just hits home it's kind of like you just think I guess again the age thing at 24 I never thought melanoma would be something I would deal with Mm. um yeah just 
I don't know, it's just crazy. The back was always, I knew I would get better. Like there was no, that was just not a question in my mind at all. It was just when kind yep. of thing. And it was just pushing through each day and um, going really hard at rehab. And I had control over my recovery yeah, gotcha. um, and I had control over what my future was going to look like. Yep. Whereas when I got diagnosed with the melanoma, it was to me, I just felt completely out of control. Like there was literally nothing I could do other than I believe to stay positive helps a lot. Yep. But other than that, I just felt like this is out of my hands. Like whatever's going to happen is going to happen sort of thing. I just have to take it and yep. deal with it and obviously just hope for the best. But I think it's, yeah, not being in control of something and knowing that something can potentially kill you. Mm. It's just, yeah, that's what I think was the hard part. Yeah. So. It's still really cool, though, to, to be able to in some, in a time that is so uncertain and yeah. everything's up in the air and you mentioned, you know, so much is out of control, yeah. to still be able to go, well, hang on, what is in my control? Yeah. What yeah. can 100%. I actually do and focus on yeah. here? Even with the back, you know, you mentioned with the back, it was, I always knew it was, I was going to get better. It was yeah. just a matter of when. Like, how do you... Because the same situation could completely break someone else. Yeah, it's I've yeah. always, you know, since meeting you, I've been like, that's really cool to take yeah. that perspective so early and at such a young age to go, okay, this is a curveball life has thrown at me. Especially, yeah. you know, we mentioned you had these plans laid out for yeah, your life yeah. and, you know, everything was going well and we're at, you know, we're studying and, yeah. you know, just basically a normal early 20-year-old. Yeah. And then life throws a huge curveball yeah. and we talk a lot about your coaching about how life will always throw curveballs yeah, if there's 100%. one thing we can predict from life it's that's unpredictable yeah. and it's it's more about how we take those in our stride and adapt to them and overcome them how did you do that with the back injury like what was the because i imagine it wasn't a straight away okay cool oh, i got this back injury not, we're no, good to go <laughs> no. i'm gonna get better it'll be fine <laughs> run run me yeah. through that process like you find out you know, you're obviously in a lot of pain. Yep. And you said in the space of going from pain to wheelchair was like a month. Yeah. That's a huge change on your idea of your life and oh, what's 100%, happening. yeah. So run yep. me through what happens there. I think, um, or to start with, my family and friends are the best people in the world. Oh, yeah. um, and they made everything so much easier. Like, so, so much of it was them. Like, yeah. 100%. Um I just think about so many other people I know and being in my situation and I know it wouldn't have been as easy for them as what it was for me. Um, But I think it's more like, I don't know, I just felt like I was stuck in bed. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't walk. So Mm. that was what I had to deal with. And I could either lay there and cry all day and feel sorry for myself. And I had days like that. I had so many days like that. Um, And I did get into quite a deep depression, but... I think I just sort of thought to myself, like, that's not fixing my back. If anything, it's making it worse. Like, I'm very big on stress on your body and everything affecting you. And I honestly think that's half the reason I had the melanoma. Um, But, yeah, I guess it's just, like, your situation is your situation. Like, you aren't your situation. Like, you are the way you deal with it. And you can't let it define you sort of thing. And my surgeon, from the first time I met him, he said to me, Um, your back is always going to be a part of your life. Like this injury is always going to be there. It's never going to go away. And you've got to make the choice to make it fit into your life instead of your life having to fit into your injury. And I think that stuck with me. Um, So powerful. I mean, just for those who are listening, if you missed that, I remember when I first met Jess, that was something that really stood out to me, this idea of, you know, make the injury fit your life. Don't shape your life to fit the injury. Yeah, 100%. Um, Like, and it just... 
I don't know I just there was a lot of ups and downs I think um once I was in the pain and I realized there was actually something wrong I dealt with that and then I didn't expect the wheelchair thing to happen and then I was in a wheelchair so then I had to obviously deal with that again and then when the bladder thing happened and I was catheterized that's probably my lowest point I Mm. had sort of come to terms with everything um and then I completely lost the plot I was a mess like I wouldn't talk to anyone I would just cry and scream and it was horrendous actually it was very dramatic but um oh probably like two weeks or so after that I can't really remember um I think that's when I was like not like this is if I don't fix my head like Mm. that's when I was getting like real real dark and stuff so I knew it was either pull your head in and sort it out Mm. or just give up basically Mm. um and then I just started trying to look more at what I could still do Mm. um I've painted on and off since high school basically yeah um and my arms still worked so I was like why am I laying in a bed feeling sorry for myself when I've got a wheelchair there my parents went and got me an easel um every morning obviously they still had to go to work they'd set me up in front of the easel with my paints and just being able to use my arms and do something yeah, yeah, yeah. I love gave me that sense of control again. Yep. Um, so that was really, really helpful. I think once I started thinking about that side of things, um, and then I know with the pain, obviously no one likes to be in pain. It's, yep. you know, you get so sick of it, especially when it's all day, every day. And I was sleeping probably like 45 minutes to about two hours a night. So I was just sort of exhausted. Yep. Um, but I don't know, I guess I would think, of people with a spinal cord injury for example and they can't feel pain like Mm. I'm lucky enough to feel when my body's hurting like you should be thankful for pain like your body should be able to feel itself so Uh it's a good thing yeah um yeah it might suck but it would suck more to not be able to feel your feet or not be able to feel your legs or and I had experienced times where my legs were completely numb and pins and needles and all that sort of thing so I think knowing that that wasn't a permanent thing for me and mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be was also a kind of like a bit of a wake-up call and, you know, you're actually lucky. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't have this injury that's going to last forever. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just I think it's about putting things into perspective and just realising what you still do have and can do. And Yeah, and really appreciating like that, that yeah. as well. Like, seeing yeah. them and, you know, there's so much to be said about gratitude. Yeah. I mean, it's shown so much now throughout, like, yeah. all the studies, how much of a difference gratitude makes in our life. Yeah. But, you know, it's such that practice that we see in your story of going, okay, well, you know, I, my legs weren't working there, so I was in the wheelchair, yeah. but I could still use my arms. Yeah. So I'll do something with that. Yeah. I love to paint. Awesome. I'll paint. Yeah. You know, to go, okay, I'm in pain, but it could be worse. I might not feel yeah, anything. Exactly. It's sort of just that reframe of, yeah. as you said, taking perspective, taking that yeah. stop and going, hang on, what can I still be really grateful yeah. for here? Because you're right, we could spend all day going, this is what I can't do, this yeah, is what I'm stressed 100%. about, that's out of my control. And we see that, unfortunately, you know, in day-to-day life. A lot yeah. of people get into yeah. that, you know, they're stressed about what their co-worker or their boss mm-hmm. is doing. It's not our control. Yeah. It's out of our, you know, they're stressed about the weather. Yeah. It's out of our control. Exactly. And when we exactly. just go, okay, what can I actually do? Yeah. What's mine to take ownership of? It's so empowering. It's yeah. so cool to hear that that's made such a difference. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, for you. all the difference, really. And yeah. it's just... I don't know, I just believe that your situation is just a situation and you make it negative or you make it positive. 100%. And if you just choose to make it positive, then everything's okay. Like, it's going to, you know, it's tough and I'm not going to, you know, try and act like nothing in life's hard yeah, or whatever. Course. But you've got to, 
yeah, it's just being aware of trying to look at everything positively mm. rather than letting it, I guess, drag you down. And it's just, I don't know, for me, it was kind of like, well, that's the only option. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it was just what naturally I sort of would do. And I don't know, my family and friends were really good. They wouldn't really tiptoe around anything. And we could laugh at the fact that I couldn't go to the toilet. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, who would think, like, wait till you can do it again, sort of thing. It was, everyone would sort of, yeah, just more make light of the situation rather than give me sympathy and feel sorry for me and all that sort of thing. Yeah. It was like just a big joke sort of thing, which I appreciated so much, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so much because it just made everything so much easier. Yeah. It yeah. was just, I just knew it was temporary, I think. So that yeah. helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. And how does that play out when we come forward, you know, a couple of years to now, obviously the melanoma yeah. diagnosis being something very different how does that sense of gratitude and, and focus on what you can control play out there? Because I imagine they're still very useful, you know, tools or practices yeah. to, to use around that. Yeah, no, definitely. I, um, with that, I think I just thought, like, again, with the stress thing, I mm. can stress all I want mm. and it's not going to fix it. Yep. If anything, it'll make it worse. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I think I just had to have faith in you know medical staff and they know what they're doing and it just afterwards once I got the all clear and everything it just I don't know I thought I appreciated life before my back and then yeah. I thought I appreciated life after my back <laughs> and then now I'm like oh my gosh like how much more can you actually be grateful for and how much more can you actually appreciate life and I thought I've always thought I was a grateful person and it's sort of just yeah it just I don't know it's just huge a huge awakening it just um yeah it's kind of like I was a bit down in the dumps because as an interior designer graduate there's a lot of things at the moment that I can't do physically yep. with my back yep. um I'm sure in the future that will be okay but I had had a couple of weeks where I was a little bit down in the dumps about that and mm. then the melanoma thing happened so afterwards, I was sort of like, oh, it's kind of like life saying like, hey, it's not the end of the world that you can't go and lift a table and lift a chair and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you're alive, like make the most of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think we all just think that life's this thing we're just given. Yeah, like we yeah. can't just take it for granted and it can literally be taken away from you in a heartbeat. Like yeah. you can't, it's, we just all expect it and you just keep going well I know I did yeah. I would just wake every day and you know go along like everything was la di da and I would never stop to think about the fact that I'm alive I'm healthy I'm walking like yeah, yeah. whereas now I wake up I get myself out of bed I walk to the toilet to do a wee I walk to the shower and I stand in a shower instead of sitting in a shower with my mum there hosing me down and yeah. um I can boil the kettle and pour myself a cup of tea and just all those little things that before you don't think twice about and like mm. naturally you wouldn't like it's just what you do every single day but then when you've had those normal things taken from you and taken from you so quickly and things that you would never expect to not be able to do mm. once you then can do them again it's kind of like wow this is actually incredible like the fact that my body can walk me to the toilet is something that I need to be grateful for and something that I need to recognize every single day rather than just let it be something that just happens and yeah. I think yeah like the lessons I've learned from it like I'd go through it again in a second just yeah. to come out and be the person that I am today yeah. because life is 
it's completely different. Like I look at it from a whole new angle and I'm just, you just, yeah, you just appreciate it so much more. Like life's so much more fun because I'm like, it's just, there's all these things I can do and my body's this able thing. And yeah, it's crazy. It's just so different to the person that I was two, three years ago. Yeah. So. And to be able to put meaning to these things as well, like to be able to not even, you know, name them as like, you know, problems or struggles or challenges, but to be like, okay, yeah, that was my wake up call. Even to put it in that language and to go, you know, I go through it in a heartbeat and I've learned so much from it. It's it's truly that we talk about victims versus victors mindset. Mm. The victim mindset is why did this happen to me? Like, why is this happening to me? And instantly we ask that question and we feel powerless. It's something happening to us, not our choice. It's outside of our control. What can we do? We flip that to, well, how is this happening for me? Yeah, exactly. It's such a simple reframe. Yeah. It makes such a difference to go, okay, well, hang on. This is what I've learned from yeah. it. This is what I can do. Really taking that personal power back. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned that whole idea of, um, what is it in the, the Counting Crows song? We don't... Uh, oh, um, d- oh. Help me out of that. Don't always seem to go, um, you don't know what it, you got till it's gone, <laughs> right? One. I was like, yeah, there's a song in this. <laughs> if we had it, I'd play it right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's that idea of, well, how do we appreciate what we already yeah. have? Yeah, And be exactly. mindful of it because, you know, one wake-up call is it gets taken away. Yeah. And then if you're lucky enough to get it back, that's amazing. Yeah. But I imagine that sense of appreciating what you've got has spread as well to oh, things that 100%. haven't been yeah. taken away. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, I, I don't even know now because it's like every single little thing I do, I just think so far into it. And I'm like, oh, mm. that's so cool. Like, mm. it's just the most basic, like, even cleaning my teeth. Like, I used to, in the hospital my mum or a nurse would have to hold a bucket below my mouth and I would literally dribble the toothpaste out of my mouth and then try and have a drink and dribble the t- water out of it. Like, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I can go to a basin and I can even bend a little bit to like yeah, spit yeah, yeah, yeah. it out and stuff. So it's literally like just all the little things. But I guess my family and friends, they're probably better examples because they haven't had it taken away. But just from the way I am... Um, like one of my friends at the moment, she's got just fractured a rib uh-huh. through a cold and stuff and bronchitis and whatnot. And she wanted to go for a walk the other morning because we've got this... Um, I started following a girl about a week before my surgery, I think it was. And um, she actually fell out of... Well, had a skydiving accident. Wow. Um, survived it amazingly. She's from mm. the Gold Coast. Um, and... The first time I saw her Instagram profile, she had a photo and the quote was, if you can, you must. And then that just stuck with me Mm. through the whole thing. Um, And now that's kind of a, with my bunch of friends, that's kind of this quote that we all sort of, you know, just throw around jokingly, but so seriously at the same time. And yeah, one of the girls the other day was like, no, I can walk. Like, I'm going to go for a walk. Like, I've just got a bit of bronchitis kind of thing. Um, so it's really cool just seeing everyone around me, I guess, appreciate what they've got more. Mm. And like mum doing the beta bay with me yesterday, she was like, oh no, like I can do it. Like I've got a perfectly capable body. She's like, I'll be sore tomorrow and I'll complain about it, but <laughs> I need to get up and just do it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just really cool to see how it's affected everyone else. And mm. I think the melanoma as well is more like a live in the moment kind of realization, like yep. instead of you know worrying about what you're going to be doing in five months time like just worry about now and if you're unhappy in your job leave like if you're unhappy in a relationship leave like just it's so so important to just make sure you're doing what makes you happy and if it's not making you happy just don't do it like I don't know I guess to me it's literally that simple I know some people don't have that mind frame but it's just such an important way to think or I think it is um 
just every day you just make sure that what you're doing is benefiting you and mm. you know making you a better person and making you a happier person and it's just yeah it's not worth it like you just don't yeah. know what's going to happen so, so you just have to yeah really make the most of things and I think the best way to be happy and to yeah just feel fulfilled and stuff is to be grateful and yeah, yeah. it's just so easy in the morning to you know just be grateful you woke up like it can yeah. literally start from the second you open your eyes like make your bed you're you know you're capable of making a bed sort of thing like it's just I think you just need to become aware of it and Mm. concentrate on it and Mm. rather than just letting life get you by sort of thing so because a lot of people don't realize like how lucky we are to wake up in the morning like how many people don't exactly you know I, I always say to people when if anyone ever says to me, you know, I've never won anything, yeah. I cringe. And I'm like, yeah. are you kidding? You've yeah. won another opportunity. <laughs> exactly. Today, you're a winner. Yeah, like, exactly. We're all winners, right? Exactly. But people lose sense of that. We do start taking things for granted. Yeah. And, you know, as you've mentioned, you know, seeing that change, not only, I, I'm a firm believer that the greatest way to make a positive impact to other people, to our communities, to the world as a whole, is to start from within. Like, yeah. to bring that 100%. sense of happiness and fulfillment within ourselves. Yeah. You know, there's a great saying, you know, if you want to change the world, begin by changing yourself. Yeah. Uh, when we look after ourselves, it spreads. And you've seen yeah. that ripple effect. Yeah. You know, one of my first mentors said something that still sticks with me today. That you know, He said, the purpose of life is for us to go to our darkest places so that we can find the candle that lights the way for others. Mm. Yeah. I think that's so powerful and it's so captured yeah. you know, by you and what you've been through to be able to go, yeah, I've had my struggles yeah. and a fair share of them for your age and definitely some big curveballs that you know, no one predicts or expects yeah. Or, yeah. or wants. But the meaning you've applied to them and the way you've taken them in your stride sort of, you know, looked at them from these yeah. other angles and, and practiced gratitude and resilience and then mm-hmm. seen that not only make a massive positive impact in your life, but in the life of others. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking inspiring. Yeah. Like it's, it's a great <laughs> thing to see. And, you know, not only is it a great thing to see in terms of your past and how you've yeah. dealt with all the past, but I know now looking towards the future, you've got some pretty fucking cool plans and ideas for yourself i mean when we caught up last week it was a matter of the future was the bay to bay (laughs) yeah which is now done that was yesterday so that's what in a space of when were you in the wheelchair um oh like august 2016 yeah so i didn't get rid of the walker i was using a walker up until august last year yeah so so just under a year going from walker to how far was Beta Bay yesterday? 12 kilometres. 12 kilometres, yeah. right? That's oh, amazing. Yeah. And to last year, my record was, um, I think it was 650 metres. Wow. Um, yeah, just a casual 20 times yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because I literally record every little thing. I'm uh-huh. like, as soon as I make another 100 metres, I'm like, I'm killing it. I'm absolutely killing it. But, <laughs> Which, um, again, says something yeah. about like how you and approach it. It's, it's looking like, at progress, yeah. not loss. And like a childlike kind of mind like yeah, yeah. a kid does a wee and everyone celebrates it like, <laughs> and yes that's not something that you know most 24 year olds are going <laughs> to celebrate but it's little things like yes. that like you just need to celebrate yeah the little things yeah. kind of thing and then it just I think it comes naturally after that it's like once you start being grateful for tiny little things it's just a natural thing yeah. you don't need to sort of think and about start it. viewing it them happens. as wins yeah like yeah. rather than just like a day-to-day thing yeah like this was a win like I'm, yeah like, yeah. Some people that don't describe themselves as successful. Yeah. And I'm like, man, yeah. I'd describe you as successful at like walking, breathing, mm-hmm. working, exactly. bringing in an income for the family. Like yeah. there's so many things we are successful at, we lose sight of them. Yeah. 100%. So, you know, we're looking at what we don't have rather than what yeah. we do have. Yeah. 100%. Right. So, 
Yeah, it's cool. So where to yeah. from here for you? I mean, Beta Bay was yeah. a huge yeah. achievement, 12Ks down. Yeah, Beta Bay I know you've amazing. got some very exciting visions for your future. Yeah, I, um, I'm hoping to run soon, just a little jog mm. I'll be happy with. Um, so it's sort of just my surgeon and my physiologist saw me at Beta Bay, so I'm kind of hoping maybe that's going to give them the oomph to tell me I'm allowed to try a little jog, but yep. we'll see how that goes. Um about a week ago I swam for the first time um I swam about oh, 20 meters or something yep. so try and get that up to about 50 um I've got lots of little ones but then hopefully by maybe this time next year I'll conquer Killy nice. so see how that goes I did do a mountain in New Zealand in January um which was insane I climbed the remarkables over there um not sure how I did that, to be honest. I just, <laughs> Pure willpower. It, just, yeah, it, it happened, so that's yeah. all that matters. I um, was paying for it the next day, but it was just... Uh, yeah, it's incredible. Like, yeah. it's just... When you're, you think back... I mean, it's even hard to think back. Like, I feel like a different person to what I was in the wheelchair. But when you're in that space and, like you just want to go and make yourself food and you can't do that and mm. then you think about the fact that you just climbed to the top of a mountain like it's yeah, just it's the incredible. most insane insane thing and in such a short period of time as well I yeah, mean yeah. my recovery I say it's been long and slow but when I look back on it like that it's just I don't care how long it takes like it yeah, just yeah. doesn't time doesn't really matter yeah um but yeah Mount Kilimanjaro is definitely my, probably my main goal yep. actually um and then yeah just keep doing some more treks and hikes and just moving my body like yeah. doing all the things that I couldn't do hopefully soon I'll be able to lift a few kilos because at the moment we're doing about five and that's yeah. about it but the five's better than none so exactly. that's fantastic but um yeah hopefully I'll be able to get back I guess more to like gym style training and yeah, just all those little things, but I mean, mm. I'm walking, so yeah. I just don't, I don't know, it just, it's hard to worry about yeah. all the other things, but yeah, Beta Bay was amazing. Yeah. It was, yeah, 12 kilometres with no stops was, um, yeah, crazy. Such absolutely an achievement. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was stoked, absolutely stoked, so Still can't believe I did it. I honestly <laughs> thought I got to like the 6K and I was like, oh man, we're halfway. Like, this is so tough. But it's just every time you get to the next K marker, mm. it's just like, oh my gosh, like I just did that. And then it's, you get to the next one, it's like, oh my God, I just did 8Ks. Like, yeah. this is insane. Let's and even that, so like, much to learn from that. Yeah. Like, we talk a lot of, at um, some of our seminars that we run about, you know, setting goals. Or we will set goals and only focus on how far they've got left to go. Yeah, It'd be the yeah. same as you doing the beta bay getting to 6Ks and going, I still have 6Ks. Yeah. And then every time you pass the K, yeah. you're going, I still have 5Ks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how demotivating is that? Uh -huh. It just puts us down. Yeah, exactly. To be able to go, well, hang on. I just did 6. So yeah, look at seven. me go. Yeah. Like, I remember, yeah. you know, we joke with people like, you know, when you set your goal, make sure you set down the measurable steps along the way yeah. and the little pass along the way. But throw a fucking party every time yeah, you pass exactly, one. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you exactly. do one k out of twelve. Every yeah. kilometer mark, mum was like, "Quick, get behind the car, we'll <laughs> send it off to dad." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um, yeah, it was crazy because I mean, I walk every day now. Um, it's part of my rehab, but I obviously since the melanoma, I haven't been walking as far as what I was say in January and uh -huh. about 
five k's a day is had been probably the most I'd really been doing. So then to yeah get to twelve, it was just it was very overwhelming. Yeah, very yeah. overwhelming. I was very emotional. So it was um yeah it's insane. It's yeah. absolutely insane. So it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah. Very happy with it. So for people who are who are tuning in and listening to this, you know we've spoken a lot about. Um, gratitude and resilience and meaning and what meaning we apply to things taking back control and ownership of yourself and the situations yeah. you're in there's so many like i'm sitting here going oh my god there's so many themes in this we could deep dive into i feel like we need an episode for each one um, we're definitely gonna have to have you back on to be able to explore them further because i'm like yeah that's unpack resilience and now let's talk gratitude there's just so much embodied in one you know remarkable story and, and remarkable Thank human you. being so it's a great place to be for those who are listening who are going you know there's so much that I can take away from this. We, as we said, the purpose of life is for us to, to go to our darkest places, yep. to get the torch that guides the way for others. Uh, I do really believe that. And it's, it gives even more meaning to, it, to I think, some of the curveballs life throws us to be able to go, okay, well, not only have I learned this because it's bettered me as a person, yep. but I can use this to help other people now. So people who are listening, if there were like three big takeaways that you've taken, mm-hmm. like three just, you know, life-changing realizations where you're like, wow, like if I... If I knew this earlier. Yeah, yeah. Right, what would they be? I think the first one is be obsessively grateful mm. about everything. Absolutely mm. everything. Um, second is probably if you can, you must. And take that so seriously. Like, oh. yeah, that helped me so, so much. And the third is probably if you are given a challenge to look at it like you've been given this to show others how to move mountains and how to overcome it. And feel honored almost like you know you can teach so many people around you Mm. by dealing with this one little hiccup so I guess yeah be grateful for that as well Mm. and take it as your chance and your opportunity to teach people around you so they're probably the main three I mean there's a thousand (laughs) (laughs) but they're probably the three that have really helped me and Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely got me through the last couple of years so yeah so powerful and honestly i cannot express how how grateful i am for you to come up at very last minute notice and to to come and share your story and your knowledge um we're definitely going to have you back on at some point to share some more and (laughs) yeah definitely keep you around and like come to some of our events into the circle and whatnot i just think you've got a lot of value and a lot of light to to share and to give so Thank, thank you. you once again for coming today. I really do appreciate it. Perfect. And thank you um, so much. if anyone did want to connect with you and sort of like follow your journey and yep. your story from here, what would be the best way for them to do that? Um, probably Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, it's at Jesse Davis with two S's. So it's J E S Y D A V I S. That's probably the best way. And then branch off from there. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll, um, we'll include that in the show's description. So if you didn't quite catch that, if you don't have a pen and paper handy, just check the description of this episode and we'll have all of the links uh, to connect with Jess so that you can learn more from her. She truly is an amazing woman. And honestly, thank you once again for thank coming you. along today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Honestly, how much of a breath of fresh air is Jess? Like such an incredible and inspiring young woman it's so much we can learn from her story and feel very grateful and fortunate to to have connected with her through social media and to now have connected with her in real life and to um yeah have learned so much from her so i know you guys would have got so much value out of her story and the themes that we spoke about on this week's episode so make sure you do connect with her on instagram and make sure you give her a shout out on social media and 
yeah, just let her know how much this has impacted you because it's such a beautiful thing uh, for people to do, to, to donate their time to come along and share their story and their knowledge and their uh, value to give back to others and make a positive impact. So, as always, that's the end of us for this week and I will see you on the next episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. But until then, you know the drill, you know what we do. Be empowered, be exceptional, be you.